Welcome to the Impactful Engineer Project. I'm Steve Maxey, and with my co-host and brother Jake, we are here to bring you guidance, fresh ideas, and the tools to help you become an impactful engineer. Today on The Impactful Engineer, I am here again with my brother Jake for an authentic conversation around engineering and personal development. Our goal is to create an environment for career excellence targeted towards engineering professionals. We believe that being open about what we've learned in our own careers will benefit others in their unique journey of engineering. Ultimately, we want people to have fulfilled careers and be inspired to become the best versions of themselves. Sorry to interrupt immediately, Steve. I love that intro. Have you heard that one yet? And you rewrote it for this episode specifically? Dude, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Thank I think you. that truly embodies what we're trying to do. Yeah. That, that, yes. I, just, I just wasn't jiving with the previous one. So that's nope. why I was like, you know what? I'm just going to rewrite this and just see how it goes. Yeah. Very good. So, yeah. Today, I'm bringing up a topic of controversy. Um, one that is very touchy in the conversation of your current employment and during the interview process. And that is quitting. Quitting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, for everyone listening, we're going to try a little a little something different here. I came up with a topic. I have a couple questions. Um, Jake is seeing our notes barely, like just the like what the topic is, but not really what I'm going to be asking him. And he's going to answer and we're going to have a conversation just off the cuff. So I think this will be fun. I like it. Yeah. So, um, back to the topic, right? Quitting, uh, why, or what you, let's see, like why you quit your last role. Um, and how do you explain that in an interview, right? To that potential company. So, mm. Mm. okay. So you can use examples, you can talk hypothetical, but how would you explain why you quit a previous role to in, in, in an interview? Interesting. Okay. So I have limited experience with this right off the bat because I've moved companies in my current profession only three, well, twice, three total companies. Okay. So take it as, uh, as you will with that limited experience. And I will stay in the lane and I will not offshoot off this. I will answer it directly. Okay. Because I have a lot of thoughts on quitting. Uh, but anyway, so why would, how would I explain why I'm moving? roles to anyone who, who wants to know I guess basically the person that I'm that I'm actively or the position that I'm actively pursuing is probably one of them uh, in an interview maybe a recruiters involved something like that okay yep uh, the first move was really easy because that was a decision based off of family uh, and where we were going in our lives not where I was going in my career so that one was pretty easy we moved across the country. Right. Yeah. So, uh, well, why'd you quit your job? Well, because this was pre-hybrid work and, and I'm going to be close to 3,000 miles away, pretty much as far as you can get away on the other side of the country, right? So Redding, California to Plymouth, Massachusetts, yeah. you know, uh, I guess I could have gone farther, um, but that's pretty far. So that one was easy, right? So explaining that one. So let's stay off that one. That one's a little too easy. Um, why did I quit my last one? Uh, so this is a little more juicy. It's more in the realm of um, better opportunity and 
a better vision of the future and a better fit. So I'll go through I'll go through those. The first two kind of combine. So in my interview, I'm explaining uh, as I'm pursuing a new job opportunity for my old one. I said uh, <clears throat> I have no clear vision of the future at my current company. It's very muddy, uh, and I like to know where I'm going and be working towards that uh, one year, two year, five year, ten year vision. Look far ahead. Um, and I was at my at the point in my career that I got to do that. Um, and that it was reasonably expected that I should be able to be painted the picture of where I'm going. Um, so I wasn't getting that in my current company uh, that I was working for. And then um, I'll just skip to the last one. I think it's the most important thing. It's like I just didn't fit. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm, you know, moderately enjoying the work. Um, it's not like it was just this the most terrible place to work. Um, I was still growing and learning. Uh, to be a better engineer and a better human at that time. So I have to give them that as well. Um, learning how to navigate what I did actually want. Um, but to explain it, I just didn't, I didn't fit. I see the values and, and the future of the position I'm pursuing much more clearly. And I see it fitting much better into what I want uh, than the job that I currently have. And that's where I started. And then we talked about they, they understood that they were a company of great, they have a great culture. They understood my comments right away. They're like, we hear it all the time. You know, they're very understanding about it, of course, because I'm interviewing and they want me as well, right? Um, recent uh, registered professional engineer, they knew that they needed mm -hmm. one, you know, they contacted me, that kind of stuff, right? Um, so, of course, they understood, but now I know that they really did understand. Um, but yeah, we discussed. Bit. So I'm like, hey, I have these skills. I'm a great engineer. I know how to do XYZ technically, but I also have some of these leadership skills, these other soft skills. I know how to work on a team, blah, blah, blah. You know, trying to just sell myself, but giving the reason that fit was really where I was at. I was going nowhere at the other job, I felt like. And then all my, all my ways of doing things, like not that everyone should do things my way, but 99 out of 100 of the things that I thought would be a better way to do something, just like uh, there was no reception to the idea. I thought that their business model was outdated. I thought that I was being constrained in a very narrow position to do one thing and one thing only to basically be a cog. And I don't that's not who I am. Um, and other people, that's fine with them. And that's OK. But it wasn't good for me. So I was like, oh, I got to get out of here. Um, yeah. It was fit. Yeah. Yeah, so I think an, a, an important thing to note there is that it wasn't a good fit for you, but there are other engineers out there that it would be the perfect fit for, right? Could it, because the values of that company would align perfect for them, but for you, right. it was not the perfect fit. And so you're, you're seeking out that perfect fit. Hey, everyone. If this discussion brings up additional questions to the forefront of your mind, I encourage you to head over to impactfulengineer.com and sign up for a newsletter with your question. We may answer your inquiry directly on the podcast or even ask our guests to get their insight. If you're just enjoying the episode and want to make sure you never miss additional impactful content, you can still sign up for the newsletter without a question. And as always, you can reach out and follow us on LinkedIn under The Impactful Engineer. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I'll go a little more, like a little deeper. Um, it the way that they the way that the company operated um and that misalignment with 
with how I wanted to operate within the team actually caused me to stop growing, to not want to come into work as excited as I used to. I mean, at my first company, I was so excited to come into work that I overworked myself and burned myself out and caused a bunch of problems uh, for myself because I was just like, yeah, this is awesome. I want to come here and work. Um, but the, the fit here, I didn't want to come into work. Um, I just kind of knew what I was going to face and that it didn't matter how like great I did. It just, nobody cared. Nobody cared about the contributions I was making, um, which is okay to a point, but uh, you have to have that um, that desire, that drive, right? At least for me. Um, and if nobody nobody wants to admit your value or like or have discussions around what we can do better, just no, just stay and just do what you're doing. It's like ah, I don't like that, you know. <laughs> I want to contribute. Um, yeah. So I wasn't growing at all. Like I just I wouldn't put out ideas anymore. I would just do all the work that I was supposed to do uh, within like two hours. And then I would sit around just like, what do I do now? And you weren't approved to proceed with anything else. Uh, we, uh, it was kind of a situation where it was like almost red tape or, or a bureaucracy where it's like, um, like Jake, you get to hold the wrench. That's it. Like you get to hold the wrench, but if you go to tighten a nut, like that's violating, that's Joe's job. Joe goes and puts the wrench on there and tightens it. You hold it and wait for him to ask for it. I'm like, yeah, it, it kind of like that scenario. And it's like, uh, but we can develop this and do that. And then we can get ahead on this. And then we should really be thinking, you know, all the stuff we talked about in the podcast. Right? Yeah. Um, it just really, yeah, that's a deeper reason why it wasn't. Yeah. So, so, the, so the fit was more on not the job like duties and the type of job and work you're doing, but more on how uh, the company operated and the, the culture of the company and in, in, in that realm. Um, 100%. Okay. Yeah. And it's interesting because um, one of the jobs that I quit, um, you know, considerably a long, long time ago in, in the, the span of my career was, was not for the culture fit. The culture fit was great actually. But it was the work itself. I just wasn't enjoying the work. Had a great culture, um, uh, gr great growth opportunities. Um, you know, it paid well, and, and it just—it was a fantastic place to work for other people who enjoyed that specific type of work. And I just was not into it. And it wasn't fair for me to stay there because I couldn't put my heart and soul in, into the work I was doing because I just did not like it. And so. Um, it, it's, it's also a fit problem or reason to, to quit there, but it's not on the culture side. It's more on the work itself. Mm -hmm. I can see so, that it's, it's yeah. not as high as a priority for me. I kind of tell people I could do, I could be doing whatever, as long as I'm able to contribute, build teams, have fun, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, but I get it. So some of the work I do now is I'm doing it and I hate it. I'm like, ah, yeah, but that's a very, that's a very small portion of the work. Yeah. It, it's, uh. For me, especially at the time, right, because this is early in my career, it was such a deviation of the work that I enjoyed doing. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I like work, you know, designing car parts and now I'm designing, um, you know, some other thing. It was, I like designing stuff and now I'm doing paperwork and, um, uh, you know, trying to go through certification processes and stuff like that. And, and I thought that's all I was doing. I wasn't doing anything on the engineering side and I just was not getting the fulfillment of what I was doing. So it was like a vast differentiation of, of, you know, skill sets and, and what I was doing now. Did I learn a ton in during the, my tenure there? 
absolutely. And I still use a lot of those skills today, but I just wasn't getting what I wanted out of the work I was doing. So I I think that's another thing to consider, right? Is it, there's a lot of aspects of fit, um, that, uh, you need to have to, to have a fulfilling career. So, okay. With that, um, that kind of leads into my next question. And, you know, it, this will have to be more hypotheticals because I know both you and I don't want to quit where we are right now. We enjoy it. Um, but if you are someone who is at um, a place that um, you are thinking about it, right? It, it's a consideration. Um, when should you quit? What drives the decision to quit and and um and then i also want to pile on top of this is when you should not quit right so we'll, we mm. can follow up with that but when or when and what drives that decision to to quit rather than stick it out mm. okay uh let's go like hit the financial side real quick so just make sure that the, you know when you quit that your timing is right and you have that I don't know, your six month expenses built up and, and, you know, you can actually do it in a way that's going to work for you and your family. So think about the yeah. financial stuff, get that out of the way, make a plan for that. Um, as far as timing, why, like what contributes to the why, or maybe pushes you towards starting to quit. Um, and maybe some warnings or cautions about that. Uh, overall, I would say, if you have the feeling that you're, it's not working where you're at, you have the obligation to yourself to figure out why. Start asking why and getting curious um, and learn to identify the bullshit reasons you, you'll come up with because your ego is flaring or you don't, quote unquote, get along with people or uh, this guy or that person doesn't know how to do this. and if they just did, my work life would be better. Um, you know, don't play the blaming game. Um, try to look at facts objectively uh, as you make that decision and work towards that decision. Um, so, for instance, if you had a bad week, like it's not a reason to start thinking about quitting. That's a reason to start thinking about why was that a bad week for me and how do I make next week better? Right. That's the first place that I would go. Um, so really try to start auditing your feelings and reflect back on why you think this is the right road. And if the answers come back to you um, and and start pointing you in that direction, then sure, take a step in that direction and really start thinking about it. Um, for me, you've heard it already. Fit is a big one, mm-hmm. but that can also be disguised um, by like you could claim it to be fit. But really look at yourself. What actions am I taking and how am I behaving at work? And what is my part to play in this that is causing me to conclude that I do not fit here? Okay. Um, And make sure you're not taking a small sample size of the larger picture and then applying that misalignment to the entire company. Okay. Um, Because that will blind you from growth, learning how to handle people learning how to improve yourself so that you're in a better position to fit within that company. There's so many things that you can't just blanket statement. uh, I don't fit here or this is hard and I'm going to quit. Not good reasons to quit. You could be walking away from something that will help your career tremendously. If you stay six to six months to a year longer um, and 
purposely work on some things within yourself and test that and see if the fit gets better. Uh, you could also, on the other side of that, stay six to 12 months too long. And then you've lost a net two years of growth because you were sitting there banging your head against the wall. It's up to you to decide. And uh, if you guys ever want to, if you're in the scenario where you're thinking about quitting, message us on LinkedIn and let's have a coffee chat. And I will talk to you for 15 to 30 minutes, maybe an hour, <laughs> like yeah. about what you got going on. And maybe I can give you a list of questions to ask yourself um, to better identify where these feelings are coming from uh, for your consideration. I mean, we're always up for that. Uh, but I could spend probably 90 minutes breaking all of that down. And, and that's not what this episode is for. Yeah. Um, I think I went a little too too long on that. I'll just stop and Steve redirect me. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so what if the um, the question in your head is on the financial side, right? Or or the, the position or title side, right? You're looking for growth. You want to grow really fast. Um, you want to make a ton of money. And you're two years out of school, for example. I'm just you know painting a picture here. Um, and you know, say you are making eighty thousand dollars a year, right? That's where you're at. You want to make a mm -hmm. hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year mm -hmm. as soon as possible. Um, and you, you want to have that that uh, uh, level three engineer uh, level, right? That, that title, not not an uh, entry level engineer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So with that in mind, do you quit where you're at, or do you find other ways to stay where you're at and accomplish those goals like like how do you what, what's your thought process in in that scenario sure hey if, if you want to make a bunch of money really fast and you're an engineer working for somebody and part of a company then um uh, quit your job and start a business or start selling a bunch of shit on the side and make a bunch of money there's so many ways to make money in this world and if that's your only goal go get really good at telling stories and being a salesman and then go hawk some shit and make a ton of money I would never do Fair that, enough. but I'm just saying, I'm just being real here. Like if, yeah. if you're looking at your engineering career um, and, and of course there's careers that will lead to a lot of money over a long enough time horizon um, if you're playing the long game. But if it's like money's really important to me and when I'm 23, I want to be a millionaire and it's like, okay, well then go be a millionaire. Don't be an engineer. Try force being a millionaire into that role. That's number one. So if money is the goal and you really want to make a ton of it. Rethink your whole life. <laughs> or stay an engineer and find a side hustle that you really, really commit to and, and make a bunch of money. Go have fun. Um, if you're one of those people that's like, okay, I want to work within the bounds of engineering. I mean, I went to school. I worked really hard. I love engineering for a reason. Be in this career path. I want to work for somebody and not start my own business. Then here's what I'll say. Got to have some patience. I hate to tell you that, guys, but you do. Okay. Um, but you can work very aggressively towards that goal. So if, if the salary and the position is the goal, have some patience, but then start talking to people and identify what do people do every day in the position that you want and what do they get paid for that value proposition to provide at that level. And then work your ass off every single day to do those things and get that. Uh, yeah. Period. End of story. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to get promoted first and then have the expectation to do the work. Right. Oh, you need to no. do the work first and show that you are worth more. You're providing that much more value to the company. And that's how you can uh, demand more compensation. Yep. 
And that's not even including the culture of the company. Uh, yes. How accepting are they of people moving up quick if they've got the right stuff um, and they can prove it, right? What's the perception going to be? Are there opportunities up there at that level that you could take, even if you were the best? Uh, all those things you got to consider and weed out, right? And then I'll say, be realistic, and I hate that too. Ugh, be realistic. Look at what 95% of the other engineers in your industry are, have done in their path and how it shook out for them. That's probably what's going to shake out for you too. You're not special, you know? Um, and then the other thing is, I would, and this is what I've done personally, is just ditch the expectations um, and the mindset around solely going for the title and the money, um, I've found that you can move much faster and gain more skills uh, with those ex expectations out of your way as you move towards them. You just move towards them. That's it. You don't expect anything from anybody. You take every opportunity that comes your way. You step through the door. You don't have fear around it. You have courage. You step through it. You take the opportunities. You start talking about what you want, um, not demanding. You start talking about it. Uh, and you you don't strat you don't saddle yourself with this fifty ton anchor of expectation, right? Uh, and 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 if you can do that, I mean, shoot, if you're single and you got all the time in the world, uh, you could accelerate your career pretty quickly um, by identifying the goals and taking all the steps and auditing yourself to say how do I get to the goal? What does a person like this do? Why do they do that? How do they do that? What are the steps? List 10 steps. What is a person in that position? So like say, I don't know, you're like an entry-level engineer, and then you want to be a PM, something like that. Pretty typical, right? Oh, we're going to work towards being a project manager. Well, what do project managers do all the time? What do they know? How do they do it? Oh, okay. So they kind of have a high-level idea about all of the engineering traits, like in my industry, all the engineering disciplines. They have an idea of how all the systems work, how they interconnect, what's best for the client, how much they cost. Uh, you know, stuff like that, right? Oh, okay. Do you know that? Oh, no? Okay. Well, then put on your list of activities to do every day to learn those things, right? Well, how and does start he know doing them that, too. And start doing them. Yeah. How does he yeah. know? How does this person know all these things about this one thing that makes them a great PM? Break it down to 10 steps. Oh, they know how at a high level, every type of mechanical system that there is for HVAC systems in a building? Oh, they do? Okay. That's important. Great. Now I'm going to go, okay, here's what RTUs look like and how they're built and what they do. Here's what VRS systems look like and how they're built and what they do. Here's what heat, uh, heat pump chiller systems look like and what they do and what the value they provide. And you're going to step into each one of those and break them down. Why? What are the parts and pieces? How much does it cost? What are the lead times? What are the benefits and energy efficiency? Where's the code going? What is this? What is this? How do you construct it? All these things. And just dive into it and learn all that stuff. And then you're very well on your way to becoming a PM. And then do the other 20 things. And break those yeah. down too. So you need to take some responsibility. I know I'm getting long-winded on it, but like, if you want to get to the next level, take some responsibility to find out what the hell they do and then learn how to do it. And then when you're given that opportunity to stretch and you just destroy, you kill it, you're like, holy crap, how did you even know how to do that stuff? Right? You took full and then versus... You didn't look at it, didn't break it down, and you're kind of just floating through and like, oh, you know, people will transfer their knowledge and we'll figure it out. And the more experience I have, the better I'll be. And you're just kind of like, blah, blah, blah. 
then then when that opportunity comes along, you might not be able to knock it out of the park with the other version that you would, right? And I know everybody knows this. It's simple stuff, right? Um, forgot what the original question was. <laughs> <laughs> Do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. What was what's the reasons okay. for quitting? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. When when should you quit, and when should you not quit? You know, like uh, um, if you feel you are not progressing or growing. All right. Figure out if you're really not progressing or growing because of the company that you're in or because of you. Yeah. Figure out which one it is. If it's because of you, fix you. If it's because of the company, maybe find another company. Yeah. That was a lot um, shorter. That's a lot shorter. <laughs> yeah. The key is just, just to not, not, not have the self-awareness um, and the blame on other people when it's actually. Yeah. You have to self-assess regularly, right? Um, to, to find out where you are falling short first. Um, Cause more often than not, you're the one who's who's not living up to uh, your own expectations. Right. So, it's a hard pill to swallow, but yeah, get to it. Yeah. So, so quitting. Um, how to explain it when you're when you're talking to a potential employer? Um, when you should quit and when you should not quit. It's it, it all boils down to um, you know the self reflection and are you doing your absolute best to live up to your own expectations? Um, and you know, finding that role that is the best fit and the most fulfilling for you, um, where you can contribute your most to uh, a potential employer. Awesome. Uh, comment and send us a uh, an email at questions at impactfulengineer.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on quitting. Hey guys, I hope you had a great time listening. Maybe you learned something new, maybe you got inspired, or at least took one thing away that you'd be able to use. Maybe you just had a good laugh. Impactful Engineering's hope and mission is that through this podcast, we can play a small part in expanding the reach and awareness of engineering and all of its many areas of application. The multiple engineering career paths available can be hugely rewarding as part of a fulfilled life, creating opportunity to impact nearly everyone in the modern world. An engineer's work helps to foster creation of new technologies, creates safe and comfortable environments in which people can work, and lends to the sustainable future of everyone on the planet. The world needs more impactful engineers. Our vision is to provide engineers with the perspective and the tools to allow themselves the opportunity to become the most impactful engineers they can be. Included in our vision is to grow the impactful engineering community to a point where we can provide full-ride scholarships to students in every single U.S. state every single year. This is an enormous goal, and with your help, we can get there. To start, we will continue to execute this mission in the way that we know how, having conversations, telling stories, and talking about what we find interesting and are passionate about. If the episode made you think, made you object, made you think you could possibly be doing something more with your day, or brought about an idea that you could spend more time on developing further, please share the show or recommend it to your friends. Even if you didn't personally think it was a huge help, there may be someone that you know that could benefit from it, and that's all we can ask for. Until next time on the Impactful Engineer Podcast.